Welcome to the GMS Podcast with your host, Jorge Sanchez. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Sunday. I'm recording this on Sunday morning. And yes, I am still alive. I'm here. I went through the surgery. And man, it's been a rough week recovering from it. And I'm just happy that I, I get to release this episode. Uh, I think it's uh, an episode that I had an honest conversation with a good friend of mine, which I will bring him up real soon. I just want you to know that if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Make yourself comfortable in the seat. Oh, what's that? You want, want to subscribe already? Man, we're only like a couple seconds in. But tell you what, you can do so if you just uh, use your keyboard and just go to either on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, CastBox, and most of those podcast Android apps. You can also follow the JMS Podcast on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can donate if you want to help out at Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash JMS Podcast or just go to the website and type in JMS uh, Podcast. Oh, wait, did someone say website? That's right. JMS Podcast has its own very own website with all the available content, which goes far more than just uh, you know these audio episodes. Just gonna type in jmspodcast.com. Check it out. And you can even, uh, at the homepage, you can even put in your email and join the email list. If you want to email me personally for any reason at all, you want to be like, hey man, you're a cool guy. That'd be nice. I could use some of that positivity. You can email me at jmspodcast at gmail.com. All right, today's guest is a musician and a good friend of mine. His name is Matt Mullen. That's right. He's been here before. He's been here a couple of times, but uh, I think uh, it was important for him to stop by. I had this conversation literally the day before my gallbladder surgery, and he recently went through some extensive surgery. So I was like, you know what? Why not have him come on over and we'll just talk about our fears and and, and kind of what we went through or what he went through uh, when he got his surgery. And you know, so something I could think about while I was preparing that night for the inevitable cutting me open and removing the gallbladder so i had a great chat with with uh matt mullen and i think uh we, we went pretty deep we went through uh different conversations and uh or different topics and i had a good time so look forward to that so here's what happened all right all right uh because i learned a lot through this experience um and uh and pretty much, uh, I had my a scheduled appointment on Monday at 7.30 a.m. So I got there. And um, I wasn't sure what to dress. It's like, does it matter what I'm wearing? I mean, I'm going to dress whatever, right? Uh, so I, I took me a while. <laughs> took me a while just to, to, just to put clothes on me. And I got there. And, uh, yeah, sure, sure enough, I was brought in the back. And they set me up. And, and um I had a hard time putting on the gown. Uh, I had to get uh, completely naked, and uh, I couldn't close it from behind, so my bare ass was showing. And I had to get help from the nurse, and uh, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, we wouldn't want to make this an awkward, you know, you know, situation. Can you help me out?" And she goes, "Yeah, let me help you. You know, it's it's not a pretty sight." It's like, "Oh, great! I'm getting roasted before they cut me open. I'm getting roasted." And then, um, man. Surgery knocked me out. Tell you what, I, I didn't think it was gonna happen. You know, I was, I was very, I was trying to stay. I was like, all right, observe any, anything. You know, just in case you take any extra organs and sell it in the black market. You never know, right? It's kind of a sketchy looking clinic as it is. Um, but sure enough, uh, all the people were there. It's just routine, and and um, they put the uh, uh, 
the the gas on me and i i woke up like like no time really passed i was like whoa it already happened and i was out of it and i walked out with uh with with four holes in my stomach a shaved stomach that had shaved my stomach and um and they had to give me four holes which initially i thought was going to be only three so i guess the fourth one was just for fun or something i don't know what it was fourth one was for um and I was on uh, I was on those uh, great narcotics for for the first day. Uh, felt pretty good. Uh, I kind of get it now, <laughs> and I uh, couldn't really eat or just felt overall discomfort. And I couldn't really be walking until the third day. And and yeah, it was just a, a slow recovery. My throat hurt because they shoved a, a fucking air pipe to make sure I was breathing the whole time, and nobody warned me about that. So. I, my, my throat was sore and and I couldn't really talk and eventually by the fourth day I felt a little better you know I felt a little better I, was, I got up and I was like all right it's it's out of me and I, and I got four scars and a shaved stomach until I get out of this experience but man I tell you what having a shaved stomach is not so bad I might you know what the thing is that they didn't shave my chest so, so it looks weird but now I'm contemplating. Maybe I should just shave my whole body. You know? Go wrestler and shit. Right? That's what they do. That They have to shave. Or swimmers. Swimmers shave their bodies, right? To be more aerodynamic. I would like to be aerodynamic. That would be nice. So I could, you know, just float through life better. Wow, that got, that got depressing. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It went great. I'm here. It's a Sunday. I'm enjoying life better than ever. And I am I am happy to be back here podcasting, recording this. And I hope you guys really enjoy this conversation with Matt Mullins. And before we go to the conversation, I just want to ask you a question. Do you like stand-up? You must like stand-up, right? I'm sure you do. Uh, I know it's a little weird time for stand-up. I get it. You know, the whole, you know, Louis C.K. kind of messed it up for a lot of people. But tell you what, you can also check out Local Talent. Where can you check it out? You can check it out right here at Cafe for Scotty. Every Wednesday night. I've been building this mic for years. And we're at the top of our game. We've got some great local performers. We've got some first timers who are really great. And on top of that, we've got some really big hitters stopping by. So don't forget to stop by in downtown San Jose. Cafe for Scotty. Every Wednesday night. From 8pm to 10pm. You'll most likely find me. And a lot of you know regular guests on this podcast. So stop on by. On top of that, I am performing at Rooster Teeth Feathers this Wednesday. So if you go to Frascati, but you still want to check out my comedy, you can check it out at Rooster Teeth Feathers. I believe tickets are ten dollars, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun. It's part of the new new uh, talent showcase, and it's gonna be a milestone for me because it's gonna mark uh, close to five years of me doing stand up now. So I, I I'm pretty much I'm, I'm bringing out everything I got. All right, so stay tuned for that. So I'll be at Rooster Tea Feathers this Wednesday. Show starts at eight o'clock. It's in Sunnyvale. You should you know, search for Rooster Tea Feathers uh, website and tell you the address. I, I should should prepare more and I should have had it in front of me. But it is in Sunnyvale. It's a well-known comedy club, and I'm very excited for it. Hopefully, um, hopefully I'm ready to perform by then. I should be, um, and it'll be a great night. So Rooster Tea Feathers happening Wednesday night at Sunnyvale. 
But you're like, you know what, Jorge, I like you, but I don't like you that much. I just want to try out some, I just want to go see some great free stand-up. We'll check out for Scotty Comedy Night Wednesday night, all right? You got two options to get some great comedy happening. All right, that's my spiel. Let's head on over with Matt Mullen. Uh, and uh, happy to be back. Matt Mullen, are my audio levels okay? Check one, two, oh, no. I, I gotta invest on a better, um, whatchamacallit, splitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. My splitter. Check one, two. Okay, I think check, I'm good. Check, check, Matt, thank you for coming. Oh, yeah, thanks for having How me. How you been, bud? I've been good. I've been good. It's not yeah. so long since I had you here. I had yeah, you, maybe I had uh, early June, right? I had you with there. your band. How's, uh, how's your records coming along? Oh, good. Yeah, very good. Uh, we went on the uh, the tour, and it was really, really fun. Yeah, yeah. Crazy experiences. Yeah, it was, it was cool. What was the craziest that happened to you guys over uh, there? Okay, the craziest thing that happened was um, there's this place called Surrey, Canada. And, uh, yeah, not trying to rag on that too much, but there is some crime that happens there, apparently. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first night we got there, we got there at about, like, 2.30 a.m., um, after waiting in the customs, like you know, traffic for like, was there was there a lot of people passing hours. through customs? Oh yeah, oh we yeah, to Canada. Yeah, it was crazy. And getting out of Canada took like fifteen right. seconds. Oh yeah, yeah, it yeah. was weird because yeah, yeah. we were prepared for like a long right to get right. back here because you know everything that's happening. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, so that was crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, we get to our Airbnb. And the guy's like fast asleep. He doesn't expect us to come, so he he Which, was not too what, happy. The that. guy with the R and B. Uh, yeah, the, with the Airbnb. Yeah, he was okay. like, "Oh wow, okay." And then, um, wait, I, I thought the way Airbnb worked is that the person's out of the house. It can work like that. Yeah. So in this case, more like a hostel. Um, I don't know. I I've never been to a hostel, so I don't know. Okay. But uh, yeah. Um, no, he let us in, and uh, I was. Uh, taking a breather outside and just like um you know just standing there and uh i don't know drinking some water or something and i noticed that we were across the street from like a used like car dealership which will come into play later Uh um but i start hearing like from like all different directions Like like a pack will be here there i'm saying i don't know what they were like probably I'm thinking coyotes. Not, and I, was, I looked it up. Like, was this like a rural area? Not really. No. no oh, it so was it's, like it's a city. Kinda, yeah. 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 So I looked it up, and there are coyotes in Canada. Maybe it was a werewolf. Ma- a couple Dude, werewolves. I don't know, but it, it gets crazier. So it was like a. Pack. <laughs> it gets crazier than werewolves. Yeah. So there was right. like a. Pa- <laughs> I don't know. About Let's that. see where it goes. And then the zombies can. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. So there was like a pack to my left, uh-huh. and then uh, some more. I don't know, pack, but like just noises to my left, noises ahead of me, and to my right, and I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Uh-huh. Brought my girlfriend out, uh, Adriana, and she listened to, and she's like, wow, that's really crazy. Um, and then I went inside, and I was like eating an apricot. And all of a sudden, I hear, help me! Oh, shit. Help me! 
I swear to God, it was so terrifying. Uh-huh. Like, this guy, like, okay, so I was facing the window, and from left to right, I could hear him, his voice traveling, just blood curdling, like, help me! Like, he's just, he's just, dude, uh, down the street, uh, yeah, it? yeah, I think it was at that used par- uh, car dealership that I was talking about earlier. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he was just running, and my theory, I don't, we looked it up, we tried to look at every wait, news wait, station. Wait, did you go out and see what was happening? Yeah. Yeah, I went out. I didn't see anything, but... Not even the guy? No. Okay, so right after he said that, about 10 seconds later, like, 15 police cars come. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was like... And we called the police. It took... It was like $8 for like a two-minute phone call, of course, but... They charged you? Yeah. In Canada to call the yeah. police? Yeah, because of long distance. Because, <laughs> you know, our providers are here or whatever. But yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. We call them, and they're like, oh, yeah, they already figured out whatever, you know, so we, we don't, you know... We are, are we are aware there was like 15 cop cars there, but my theory I probably am wrong, but my theory is that he got like chased down by those things, the either coyotes or something. Yeah, because it I don't I don't think if someone was like following him or yelling, he would yell like that. You know what I mean? I feel like he would just deal with it. But yeah, if like animals are chasing you, that's probably the reaction you would have, right? You know That's what, what I thought of, dude. What do you think? <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, it's it could be, uh, but you, so do you think he ran out of the used car dealership, or he just just I don't know. No, I mean it was just like the general area where he was running, like left to right past that place. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know what happened. We we looked it up online. I'm still yeah. like, I it's still like, uh, what happened to that guy? You know, like <laughs> just yeah. Anyway, so that was probably the craziest thing that happened. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, no, it was, it was a well, good time. <laughs> we dude, felt safe. And, yeah. Have you ever been in a situation where you're? It was just you by yourself, and you're dealing with another dog that's like you know bigger than, than yeah. usual. Yeah. That gets kind of scary, doesn't it? Does it does get kind of scary, and I love dogs, so yeah. yeah. No, I get it. Like, I, I get that. Like I have, I have an embarrassing story. So you know, as I used to work for the uh, police department at San Jose State University. Yeah, yeah. You, you knew me, UPD, right? I, yeah, yeah. Did you know me when I was doing that? Um, I don't think so, actually, no. So pretty much, I was a police student aide, and what I did was I patrolled the campus, right? It was a sweet gig. I really dig it. You know, it's late at night, yeah. my kind of thing, and I just drive around and check out buildings and whatever. Yeah. So one time, I just go to a building to check it out, and there's like a long highway, a long highway, a, a long h- hallway. Yeah. Uh, and what building was it? It was the building with the dance and stuff. It's it's right next to this. It's attached it to the, the science. Oh, attached to science. Oh, um, Uchita Hall. I think. Uh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Isn't but, that where they have a lot of like? Right before the Uchita Hall. Oh, um, uh, I don't know then. Yeah. Is it the dance hall? It could be the dance hall. Yeah. Oh, there's a building attached to it. Right. Anyway, it, it's I don't know it's the between the Yoshida Hall and the science. Building. I know what you're talking about. You know I don't know talking? the name of it, but I know what you're talking about. So, oh god, it kills me because I, I I memorized all. I had to memorize right. everything. So anyway, it's pretty late at night, and and there's a long highway. A highway, I keep saying hallway, <laughs> hallway, long hallway. Yes, that's, yeah, what, yeah. that's what I want to say. Uh, and I'm at one end of the hallway, trying to get to the other side. And before I knew it, I see like a tennis a ball just roll into view from from far away, uh-huh. like the other side of the hallway. And I was like, "Huh, that's interesting. It's a tennis ball." And I start walking more, right? I'm about uh-huh. I'm a little halfway now through the hallway. Then I see a golden retriever pop out of nowhere. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside <laughs> the building. In the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, right. <laughs> so, so, so it's just me and this golden retriever, and we're like staring each other down, <laughs> right? And my head goes, 
fuck, like, I have nowhere, like, let's say, I don't know, like, if there's a going retriever yeah. some, for some reason decides to attack me, <laughs> I'm not armed, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> and, like, the nearest exit is, like, you know, down the hallway. Because it's, it's a hallway with locked yeah. doors. Yeah. Like, he kind of had me dead to rights in some <laughs> yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, hey, this is my moment. Either I fight the retriever. <laughs> or I'm like, I, nicest dog, please. Yeah, no, but, okay, retrievers are like the nicest dog breed right. for everybody. But, but ever, I'm, I'm panicking so. at this point. No, I know. You know I'm I not know. really thinking it through. <laughs> so by this time, I'm like, all right, split second decision. What's it going to be? You know, like like scare the retriever off or, or, or run away. <laughs> then I'm like, you know, I can't hurt a dog. Yeah. I just can't. So I just turned around and I fucking sprinted. <laughs> I, I sprinted. <laughs> Wait, you just like abandoned your duties? Like, what, what were you trying to do there anyway? What was like? Well, it was part of the job. I had to go patrol. You just had to patrol. You're like, all right, this is good. Let's get out of here. But it was just a surreal experience to be inside a building and a random golden retriever is inside. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I'm like, what With the? No, no one like watching after. No leash on night. No, yeah, that's, so, that's pretty funny. I so, probably would have done the same thing. So I just I, I sprinted back and I was like, fuck. Like, like I'm just like, oh man, what is going on? And I peer out to the to to out again, and I see the owner, which happens to be a teacher in that building. Oh. So I guess the owner was just walking the dog. He was a teacher. <laughs> and I'm like, did the owner, the, did the teacher saw me run away like a little bitch in, in uniform? Like, can you imagine? Yeah, with a police badge on me and just fucking running down like a little. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, man, that was embarrassing. Yeah, yeah but yeah, that's that's great. So your tour went great. Besides yeah. that, and um, yeah, no, it was it was a really good time. Um, yeah, well, I mean, everyone was like really receptive. Um, yeah, we went through Oregon, Washington, Canada, and then down to LA too. And yeah, it was really cool. I guess the the shitty thing that I'm, I'm sorry to hear about this was that I guess they had to cancel your yeah. San Francisco gig. Yeah, which was a, which was your last gig, right? Yeah, last one. Yeah, so it was funny too because like um, about a month later, we got another gig at uh, this place called Winter's Tavern in Pacifica because we're like, you know what, let's go back to that general area because Pacifica is like near, you mm-hmm. know, SF, and we're like, let's do another gig, and that gig ended up. They being do really comedy cool. there too, you know that? Winter's oh really? Tavern? Winter's? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I like that place a lot. Comedian uh, Dave Zanoni. Runs oh, okay. It. Oh yeah, I've yet been been invited to go do that room. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, it was a really good vibe. The bartenders like, or like, all the bartenders and everything were like really like, like. Is it me cool. yeah. or is there something about coastal towns that everybody just chill? Yeah, like just like happy. Yeah, no, like everyone was super like just relaxed and everything, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was really cool. Sorry, the headphones. It's, yeah, the, cool. the recording. Oh, okay, right, just cool. Um. Yeah, no, it was a good time, but yeah, that yeah, the show was too bad. There was it was a lot of miscommunication for yeah. that show because there was uh yeah, I don't want to go into it too much, but there was like a band who said um, that they couldn't make it, but instead of telling both of the bands because there's three bands on the bill, one of the bands said, "Hey, we can't do it because of a work related thing," mm-hmm. the night before, and they emailed one of the bands. Not us. They didn't CC you guys. Why don't you, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. just CC us or Facebook yeah. messages at like the easiest thing, right? Mm-hmm. But they only told one band, and that band like found out from our post that day because every day we try to post our show. You know, like, hey, come to our show tonight in whatever town we're in, whatever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that show is not happening. You know that, right? Like, we already got a different gig and everything, and that show 
we're not going to that show either. So you're the you guys are the only ones there, and we're like for San Francisco, we're kind of out of town, you know, because sure, yeah, we're not. It's a trip for us, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like fifty. We have no draw in San Francisco, you know what I mean? Just like in San Jose, we do. Well, that's kind of weird because you told me that out of all the shows, San Jose was the, where you had the least draw. Yeah, that was really which weird. which is ironic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, Canada was my favorite show, which is yeah. <laughs> the furthest away from here. But right. Anyway, um, yeah. So it was just like it, it was just a whole thing. It was just weird miscommunication. But I don't know how you guys yeah. do it, man. That shit yeah. will piss me the fuck off. Yeah. I don't know how you guys keep your cool. Yeah, it was, I don't know. I mean, we kind of looked at it as, like, you know, a ratio type thing. Like, say we... A racial thing? No, a ratio, like... Oh. <laughs> a racial... Yeah, these... No, no, I'm kidding. No, we're not racist at all. Please, for the record. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, like, like we had, um, you know, we had ten shows for the tour, mm-hmm. and one of them get, got canceled, so it's like... It's not so bad. Yeah, exactly. So we played all these shows, and one of them... You know, that's bound to happen at some point. So, yeah. if we only had, like, three shows booked and one of them, that's a bigger blow. You know, like, oh, man, like, you know, a third of our yeah. <laughs> shows got canceled. That's a know? big pet peeve so. of mine. It's, it's people who don't communicate that they can't make to a, uh, you know, something you guys worked out. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. Like, yeah. like if they send me a message, you know, you know, day of, like, I can't make it, no big deal. Yeah. But to have me waiting around and, and finding well, out. Well, yeah, that, for me, too, that was a weird thing. Yeah. I'm like, you told one band, not yeah. both bands. Like, yeah. It's not hard to tell both bands. You just sure. write one email and then send it to both people. I don't know. Whatever. Like, like the memory that something similar happened to me was, uh, so I think it was the second time I was, produ- help, I was helping produce the uh, San Jose State Film Festival. Mm-hmm. and Because I know I, I, I could make it. And it was back when Camera 3 was still there. And, you know, usually we have judges, you know, so we arrange the judges. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to showcase uh, the San Jose State University filmmakers' films to, you know, not just the, the, the in-crowd, I think, or yeah, in, yeah. in-circle. I, I would think I wanted to bring in, like, somebody somewhat, you know, in the area that's that we can network potentially. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I remember I emailed the guy who produces the San Jose International Short Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And I emailed him, hey, you know, we're a student organization, we're doing a film festival, would you like to be a judge on it? You know, and all that jazz. Uh-huh. And the guy says, yes, right? So the day of comes, and he doesn't show up. And it's like, dude, it's like a pretty big deal for us. Right. And, and, and you know, and, and it's just, it pissed me the, like, it just pissed oh, yeah. me the fuck off. It's like, come on, dude, like, we're, we're fucking students here. Yeah, Don't yeah. treat us like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, we saved it. We had another teacher there be the judge and yeah. whatever. But still, like, every that kind of stuff, it's like, man, it only takes you a couple minutes to be like, I can't make right, it. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I totally get And that. ever since then, I was like, you know what? I am not going to the San Jose International Film Festival any longer. Yeah. You know, which I've been there a couple of times. It's all right. I think it's great. But, you know, after that, it really leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, fuck that, you know? Yeah, you, you want punctuality in people, like. Showing, you know. but as far as that, dude, that's I don't know, like yeah. the whole music thing so far. On luck, I've been pretty lucky when it comes to booking yeah. stuff. But you know, if, if, I, if I had to break a guitar's fingers <laughs> to make a point, fuck it. <laughs> I did not expect you to say that. That's funny. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's it's funny too because like we asked other people, like you know, hey, does this happen to you? And they're like, oh yeah, all the time. Like mm-hmm. it's bound to happen. Like you know, just. It's just part of the business, I think. Honestly. I guess so. Yeah, that's but, true. But how's the uh, album been doing? Good. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, on uh, available on Bandcamp. Mountain Chimes. I'll do a little plug right now. Uh, the Mountain Chimes. Sit, drink, relax. EP on Bandcamp. Uh, we're trying to put it on all music platforms: Spotify, Apple Music, stuff like that. Um, so, pending on that, it'll be on music platforms in the future. But uh, yeah, no, it's doing well. Um, yeah, on the road, uh, sold physical copies and everything. So yeah, it was. That's it was gotta a be a good feeling, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was a really good feeling. Yeah, we we got. I thought a, a pretty good reception. I mean, on I mean it's one thing to have people be like, "Oh, I downloaded your songs," right? But now there's like, "Hey, I'll buy the CD." Yeah, yeah. No, that was that was definitely cool. Yeah, um, yeah, and it was also cool to have people buying it with uh, Canadian money. <laughs> that was cool. It was funny too because we had to like, like that day we had to um, like transfer our money into you know Canadian money, which is blue, which is super cool, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, and that was like a cool experience. Like, oh, and it was it was funny because we were actually giving them a discount, like based on, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so I, I like it's funny because we sold like quite a bit there, and I'm like probably because right. it's like cheaper <laughs> right. than what it actually is. But yeah, no, it was it was yeah it, it was really cool. Yeah, that's that was, pretty funny. That was a cool experience. That's really funny. How are things on the radio? Good, very good. Uh, we just started um, the new schedule, uh, ninety point five. FM KSJS. Um, yeah, I have a radio show every Thursday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And then I have a specialty show now, actually, from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. every Thursday. It's called Lucid Lake, and I play instrumental rock. So, like, you know, math rock and post rock, um, some acoustic stuff as well. And yeah, all instrumental rock for one hour. And that's been really fun. Yeah. So, interesting. Really cool. Yeah. This is, uh, this week will be my third show of it. So, it's been uh, been really cool. Was it hard to, for that pitch to put in math rock um, into the really, uh, rotation? No, no the uh, they're pretty open pretty, generally, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty receptive to it. I kind of pitched it as like you know, KSGS. There's um, jazz music, which is you know heavily instrumental for the. Mo- I mean, there's vocal jazz, but a lot of instrumental music and jazz, um, electronic, a lot of instrumental music as well. Um, oh, I see where you're going with this. Right. This is a rock, but instrumental. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, uh, you know, with, like, urban music and, you know, hip-hop and stuff, there's, you know, beats. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so it just makes sense there would be, like, a... Um, Quick question. Random group. question. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a tangent. Do you consider Rush early math rocky Ooh, stuff? You know what's funny? I've actually thought about that a lot. Um I would say, yeah, I would say a little bit. Yeah, okay. like proto, proto, like, okay, like how Velvet Underground's considered proto punk, kind of. Sure. Yeah, sure, I would, yeah, I would, yeah. I would give them that credit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was yeah, some of the stuff you listen to, it's really angular and like, right. It's like, whoa, this is like all. It's out there. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's like getting under your skin. Like, how, like the grooves are all like. Because I wasn't sure, like, which, who, who gets that credit? Because there's Rush, Zappa, maybe? Um, Captain Beefheart? Okay, I would say more than Zappa, probably Captain Beefheart, because yeah. like the first song that off fuck of was out there, man, dude, yeah, the first song off of um, uh, Trout Mask Replica. Sure, yeah. Do you notice? Have you ever like um, read the history behind that one song? It's crazy. So mm. one one of the musicians or uh, one of the guitarists is playing at a certain tempo, and then. The uh, like the bassist and drummer are playing at a different tempo, yeah, at the same time, uh-huh. which sounds crazy. Go yeah. listen, anybody listening, go listen to that song right now. It's 
like a mind fuck. It's so crazy. It's like, yeah. wait, what's happening? And it's not like, for me, it's not really enjoyable on first listen, but like <laughs> once you understand what they're actually doing, it takes me about five listens yeah. to really get into, into the groove. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. and if you, for me, it's one of those things, like if you read about it, it makes it more enjoyable. Like, Hey, this is what their mission was. You know what? Yeah. what they're trying to do. If it's you, like, Oh yeah. If you okay. go with a bit of a context behind it, right. for sure. Right. Uh, especially that album. I feel like that album needs more context to be like super enjoyable. There's a, there's a funny quote that cracks me up where I, think i don't remember there's a person in the band who complained to be fart like dude this is just this is, i can't do this this is yeah. too much <laughs> and can Ka- be fart goes well you think you have it tough i gotta sing to this shit <laughs> yeah yeah i don't even yeah i don't even know how he sings to that that's crazy yeah yeah very interesting album anyway that's it so so, so radio's going great everything's going yeah, awesome definitely definitely well, man, I'm happy you're here. You know, uh, I, I think I think the reason why, which I felt bad, you came in with your crutches. Oh no, it's all good. <laughs> but you had surgery recently. Okay, so about the crutches, first of all. Yeah. So I I was born with hemophilia. I don't do you know what hemophilia? Are you is? a vampire? Uh, yes. Yes. Fully, uh, like right here. Is that what that right means? Here. No. <laughs> no. Um. So hemophilia is a um a blood condition that. My, uh, I have a missing protein in my body that doesn't um, heal like swelling mm-hmm. as quickly as like other people. So you know, if I get like a uh, internal or like a bruise or something, or especially like uh, a swelling in a joint, yeah. it's not going to heal as quickly or as um, it's so, going to need help, medicine, pretty much to help it, it to heal. Essentially, so, you're like Mister Glass. And, I'm like Mister Glass, and unbreakable. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm Samuel Jackson. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but, uh, yeah, so growing up, I, I had to use crutches all the time. So it's like, for me, it's not a, it's really not a big deal. It's How like, early on were you diagnosed? Um, oh, no, like right when I was born. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, because my, my grandpa um, has it as well. And, you know. Is it genetic? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's genetic. And there, it skips a generation. So, like, um, w- women are carriers. So my mom was a carrier for it. She didn't have it. Mm-hmm. But she got it from my grandpa, and then she was a carrier, and then I happened to to uh, get it. I have 90%. Um, yeah. did, did this keep you away from sports and stuff like that? Um, Certain sports, yeah. I wanted to wrestle so bad in mm-hmm. uh, in high school. I could see that. Like, that was, like, my like one of my goals. Like, oh, I'm going to be on the wrestling team. And right. It just wasn't in the cards. Like, oh, <laughs> my mom was like, no, like, definitely not. My dad's like, I don't know about it. Like... <laughs> You know, hey Maddie, I don't know. You know my dad. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, I like your dad. He's a cool guy. Yeah. I can totally imagine him trying to, you know, figure it out. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I, I played uh, water polo all through high school. Uh, That's a swam. contact sport, isn't it? It is a contact sport. Um, it's probably not as bad as like, cause think about it. You can't generate like, oh, like football. I couldn't do because mm. like water polo, you can't generate momentum enough to like. You know, okay. have like head-on collisions or everything. Did, did you have a six-pack? Um, no, no. But I—that was the most in shape I was ever in. Yeah, yeah. even though I didn't have a six-pack. I, I was most in shape when I was in high school football. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, you, you play football? I didn't even yeah, know that. yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. cool. I was defensive tackle. Oh, that's cool. And uh, I had a four-pack. <laughs> four-pack. I couldn't get the last. Almost. Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, yeah, no. So uh, yeah, I was kind of used to. So the point was, um, yeah, for my surgery. I uh, I developed arthritis about 
I want to say like nine years ago, I developed arthritis in my How old were you? in my left ankle. Um, nine years ago, let's do the math. Uh, fifteen, I think. Fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah, just I developed arthritis because I would uh, constantly have um, joint bleeds, internal bleeding in my left ankle joint. So mm-hmm. it just kind of de- deteriorated the cartilage after a while. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So about uh, it was August tenth. I got a joint fusion of my ankle. So they. Sorry if anyone's queasy, but uh, like they cut into the the inside of the ankle bone, yeah, and they put um like four screws in there, like uh-huh. kind of like V shapes to like secure like the shin bone to the ankle bone. Titanium? Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Hope so, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully something strong. Um, anyway, um, yeah. So was that your first major surgery? Yes, yeah. definitely. definitely. How would you process it? Um. It was, was, I don't know, it was was pretty interesting. Like, I was in a lot of pain for about a week. I was, like, at, like, seven or eights, you know? Like, as far as pain goes, like, the numbers, you know, one to ten. Like, it was pretty bad for, like, a week. And then it started to go down after a while. But uh, I definitely get antsy not being able to walk, you know? That's a thing that really, like, wears on me. It's like, if I want to go to the restroom like I have to like hop to my crutches and then bring a blah 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 you know it's just like so it's like more annoying than anything you know especially like the way I like to live I'm very active and everything and I like to do a lot of different recreational things so it's like kind of like annoying and and well you know me I like to I like to perform you know music and I don't like performing sitting down <laughs> um mm. so yeah so I, I don't know um does that affect your performance? Like, you got to take it easy a bit? We, so I've been, like, practicing a lot, you know, practicing with the band a lot. And, uh, Which myself. is pretty good that you're a bass player, right? You don't have to be the front man. Yeah. You don't have to be yeah. jumping and, right. and crowd surfing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I've been practicing a lot, but we haven't had any shows or anything. You know, mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I just feel like it would be weird for me to do a show. Just how I like to perform. I like to really... You, know, you rock out, man. Yeah, I try. I, or not even try, but just that's how I feel, you know, when I sure. do it. But thank you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, yeah, in, in that aspect, it, it was kind of like, oh, okay, I had to, like, change my lifestyle a little bit. But, uh, yeah, it, it's been okay. Again, I'm kind of used to crutches, like, yeah, so... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man, I felt so bad that you walked to my house with crutches. No, no, oh, really, man. don't feel bad. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, no, no, no. it's I mean, the reason I'm bringing this up, because yeah. I'm, I'm having surgery tomorrow. You know, yeah, and, yeah, and, and uh, so I, I had to cancel a podcast schedule tomorrow. Like, oh, man. see, that's the thing. I was being professional. It's like if, if, if I can't make it, I sent an email going, right. "Hey, sorry." Good job. Well, we exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, and I don't know. I'm probably this is my probably my first major surgery, really. Yeah. So pretty much, you know, they, they found a, a pull-up mass on my gallbladder, right? Yeah. And and supposedly, the um, usually if there's a, a pull-up in your gallbladder and it's less than one inch mm-hmm. they don't worry about it it happens sometimes to people yeah so it's all good but mine's almost two inches oh. so like oh yeah it's gotta go yeah yeah and um and then they're like it's pretty big and they're tr- they told me it's a 10% chance it might be cancer so I don't know oh. so you know like I said it's a win-win like if it is cancer they already pulled it out yeah. no big deal and it's an organ that I don't nobody needs necessarily right, right. so we'll be okay but I don't know I'm a little freaked out a bit you oh know? yeah, because um, 
they're really gonna be up in there. <laughs> <laughs> they're really. Gonna, <laughs> they're really. That's a great way to put it. They're really gonna be up in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're gonna uh, put give me three holes, right? One to insert the actual instrument, and one mm-hmm. hole to to remove the the gallbladder. And I don't know what the third hole, just for fun, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, how so, long? How long's a certain? Do, do they tell you how long you're not gonna really? Be? But no. But they, they they told me that I'll be walking out the same day. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, and and they said that uh, it's only a couple of days of recovery. Oh, okay. Well, that that's good to uh, hear, at least. Yeah. Right. So, pretty much, you think I'm overthinking it? Um, no, no, no. Um, it's a big deal. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, not to like freak you out more, but like, no, that's that's definitely no. I, I mean, before mine, uh, you, I mean, I don't know. Your sounds like it, way different. You have joint fusion on the ankle and then gallbladder well, removal, but. Um, I, I mean, yeah. the, the the closest thing I could get to this is when I broke my wrist when I was in middle school. Uh-huh. Then I had a cast. Yeah, yeah. But I don't really experience much pain Yeah. when that happened. I, I was on a, a, a gas scooter, and I fell off a gas scooter. Oh, man. And, uh, yeah, I broke my wrist. and It was pretty cool. I had a cast. <laughs> people treated me nice in school. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a first. That's <laughs> in one middle thing. School. Yeah, like, because yeah. I've been taking a wheelchair to state because... Like crutching around state would be like way too much. Yeah, yeah. people are so nice, like <laughs> so nice. Like you just, just as they should be, as they should be. You know, what no, I'm I know, but I'm like I realize people's like nicest now. Yeah, like just walking yeah. around. You, you don't think about that. You know, yeah, everyone's yeah. on their phone, but like if they see you, they're like, oh hey, can I help you? Like blah blah blah. Has anybody tried to push you around? That you didn't yeah, want yeah, to yeah. be. Oh, um, but didn't want to be. No, not necessarily. <laughs> but like, yeah. yeah, some people will, like literally like lift me up and put me through a door and everything. Oh and, wow, like, yeah, no, people are great, super yeah. nice. Yeah. So that's nice to, <laughs> to see niceness in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, I think what really creeps, like, just creeps me out a bit was the idea of removing a part of me and just being gone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like, totally like, get I, it. Like, I don't know where that's going to end up. You know, I don't yeah. know what, once they're done testing it. Like, are they just going to put it in the trash on dumpster? And, <laughs> like, that's a part that's of That's a funny you. way. That's a part of you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's yeah. that going to end up? I don't, yeah, medical waste or something like that. I'm not very uh, savvy when it comes yeah, to that. Yeah, well, me neither. And that's like, I think that's what really creeps me out. Yeah. I feel like, oh, okay, a pound of my flesh is going to be out there in the world. A pound? I don't know. I'm using it as a, as a symbolic. I highly doubt it's going to be a pound. <laughs> but I get what you mean. How heavy is a pound? Well, a pound's a pound, right? Yeah. <laughs> or but you meant like the <laughs> size of it. Right. Is, yeah. it, is it maybe like a like a cup, maybe? Or no? <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm thinking about that. Like, of your... It was pretty gross. But, like, yeah, if you're, like, inside, it's like, how much is that? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, but you hey, know what? You I'm, know I'm, what? I might be lucky. I might yeah. get morphine. I don't know. Well, are, is, you, are you going under anesthesia? I'm pretty or? sure I am. I'm Probably. pretty sure that put me That under. seems like a pretty... Were you under? Yeah. 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 It was It was three hours, I think. Yeah. How, how was that experience like? Um. Well, I remember, like, yeah, just laying there, and then um, the anesthesiologist was, like, right next to my head, and then there was, like, you know, it was kind of like, you know, the movies, like, there's a bunch of masks around, you know, just staring at you, and then you're like, okay, I just, uh, you know, released, or, like, I just started the anesthesia, so you should, uh, you know, drift off in a couple minutes, and then, like, maybe 15 seconds later, I, you know, well, I went out, and then... I woke up. It like no time passes. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. you're out and then you're up. Yeah. That's good. That creeps me out. That's it's funny. Me like it's weird. It's like there's like a gap in like you know in time. You just black out. Yeah. Like it, like when I woke up, I'm like, oh, like it didn't even happen. Like how long were you under for? Um. Yeah. Like th- I think it was like three hours and fifteen minutes or something like wow. that. Yeah. 
Three hours. Yeah, they said I woke up like an angsty teenager. Yeah. <laughs> My the? mom did not like that. What does that mean? That. I guess I was like, like oh, man. oh, what are you doing? You know, like, oh, like. <laughs> Dude. Like, oh, what's going on? Oh, don't. You know, I, I guess I was like upset. Or, I don't even remember that. <laughs> I don't even remember. But that's a part of you. It's funny. That's like a subconscious part of you. I know, apparently. Did you yeah. ever think about that? Like, where did that come from? I don't know, God, man. What would I fucking say? I don't know, man. <laughs> Either I really embarrass myself or make an ass out of myself. Right. That, now that right. I'm thinking, I'm like, that's not that bad to say. But well, I'm, at least I'm not like, hey, fuck you. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I wasn't that bad, you know? So, yeah. But, uh, like, because the lady was still nice to me after. But she's like, oh, yeah, you were kind of, like, frustrated and, like, in pain. A lot of pain and stuff. But, so I guess. But you didn't feel the pain. Appar- okay, well, what? apparently I woke up like that, what I just said. Yeah. And then, you know, a few minutes later, I woke up and I was, like, better. I'm like, I'm like, I don't even remember, like, saying anything. Like, what are you talking about? You know? But, uh. Yeah, no, I, I was in quite a bit of pain when I woke up. I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, you know, any movement of, like, my toes would be, like, whoa, that's crazy. Now I can move them fine, but, like, yeah, yeah. it was really, it was really weird at first. That's, yeah. Man. Yeah. It's, it's been an adjustment. <laughs> man, did anybody record you when you, when no. you woke up? Oh, I wish. I wish. That would, that Do would you? I don't, I don't think I would want that, to see that. Well, I kind of want to know. Yeah, I don't want, because, like, I feel bad, you know. <laughs> I don't want to... And your mom wasn't happy? I was like, dude, there's nothing you could have done. Yeah. You know what's funny is that I feel like I was extra nice to, like, all the nurses I had. Were they because, cute? Huh? No, no. Oh, okay. I mean, just... Just in general, you're a nice guy. Yeah, just just a bunch of different people. Uh, they're really nice. And then some, some of them knew my mom because she works at the hospital yeah, yeah. At, uh, at Kaiser Homestead. But, uh... Yeah, no, I was like, I think I was extra nice to them because I had that, like, oh, oh don't yeah, be mom, like an angsty yeah. teenager in your head. Don't be all, like, you yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, like, thank you so much. <laughs> your your yeah. mom works at the Homestead uh, Hospital? Yeah, That's yeah, a good one. she works in, um, she's a phlebotomist, so she works in the lab, in the um, inpatient. I, I went to the ER section. there once. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was it there? Yeah, she, she works in that section of the hospital because, you know, there's like the, what's the it called? Trauma the, section? Yeah, well, she works, she doesn't work in the ER, but that building she works in. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same building. I had a panic attack on, oh, on Christmas. What? Christmas Eve night. Remember, I had my friend Dave Fournier. Yeah. And I dropped him off home because he spent it with my family. Uh-huh. And uh, I was going through shit at the time, a lot of shit, oh, yeah. a lot of anxiety uh, related to a variety of things. Yeah. And I was like, and there's a point where I was like, you know what? I just feel like my heart palpitating. Oh, jeez, dude. And like, and then by that time, I get, I got paranoid. It's like, oh, is this a heart attack? Yeah. Is this what it is? I don't know. Yeah. So you know, I, I fucking drove into the yard ER to the homestead one. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and man, they, I mean, I, I kind of made a bit about it because when I walked in, they did not look happy. Yeah. You know, because it was Christmas, like. Early, oh yeah. You know. Oh. The, I kind of forgot a second. Was so they looked at me like, "Hey, you better have something wrong with you because <laughs> if you're wasting your time, like what the fuck, dude?" Yeah, but but you know they were extremely nice. And, yeah, and um, yeah, I just went in and they, they, they did the uh, what they do. I don't know. They did stuff to me and they're like, "Hey, you're you're just having a panic attack." Yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> Which now we know they're wrong. Um, well, isn't that yeah? Isn't pan attack? Huh? A pan attack is something. I feel like, right? I guess, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it has to do with like your blood pressure and everything. But I remember one of the doctors; she was pregnant, like like full on pregnant. That really surprised me. I was like, whoa. 
That is weird. Yeah, I've never even thought about a doctor. Wouldn't they? It's like, it's would like, she be on leave or? I don't know. Well, like, it's, it's just, I find it a little funny because yeah, like, it's yeah, like, that's weird. I don't know. What if she's operating on someone and then she's, it's like well, wait, water breaks well, or well, something? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was funny. I kind of joked that with her, and she was like, "Yeah, you know," she says when she because she has to go to a doctor. Right, OBGYN. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then, like you know, she's she's like, oh yeah, yeah. They don't like me very much because you know, doctor, doctor. Right, know, right. Uh, different ways of looking at stuff and that results. Definitely, and stuff like yeah. That, so yeah, that that's sense. pretty cool. Yeah. Well, in some ways, your your mom being in the medical field that kind of helped you out with your diagnosis. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, my whole life she's been like super helpful. You know, with. Everything. I think we talked about this one time before. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, my, yeah. my parents, my mom, she probably resorts to like, you know, old school Mexican, uh, what, what would you call it? Uh, it's not medicine, but, yeah, you know, yeah. culturally it's medicine. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, there's a word for it. No, a remedy. A remedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like some old school Mexican remedy. <laughs> like what? Like, give me an Like, for example, like it, when I was younger, when I used to get earaches, uh-huh. as opposed to getting, you know, eardrops or something like uh-huh. that. My mom would just, you know, burn up garlic and just put really? it in my ear. It, it must work, though. Wow. Or, I never heard of that. That's crazy. Yeah. Or, um, yeah, so so that, that's an example. Oh, that's cool. I never, I never heard of that. Um, and then, let's say, like, I remember, I do this till now. Like, so if you have an upset stomach, uh-huh. as opposed to, you know, getting Pepto-Bismol or something for it, uh-huh. you just put uh, a Pepsi and you squirt lemon into it. Oh. And you and you drink it and that sounds good actually. Pepsi with lemon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But this is stuff like they, they do That's like funny. in Mexico, like as opposed to going to the doctors. Yeah. Like, fuck it, I had the the white people medicine ginger ale. You know that was a big thing. Ginger ale. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, still yeah. Ha- like ginger ale. That's <laughs> like good. Ginger ale is good. Yeah, like, yeah. Who's a ginger ale? I'm sick. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I feel like that's like a white people thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's a Canadian thing for sure. Is it a Canadian thing? Yeah. Oh, I guess a Canada the, dry. Yeah. Doesn't ginger ale come from Canada? Yeah, well, they have that one brand, Canada Dry. I don't know if it comes, if it originates mm. from Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gotta look that up. But that being <laughs> said, man, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the surgery's coming up, and I just want to pick your brain about that, how you right. how you processed before and after, and it looks like I have some adventure ahead of me. Yeah. So one thing that was helpful for me too, I don't know if they um, sent you like any forms about this, but I went to a um, pre-op like clinic. Did yeah. They, did they send you any forms about that? Pre-op clinic. Yeah, so I went to this. Um, it was, it was a building like separated from the Kaiser Homestead, but I went in there and for like just like an hour they do like some. It's kind of like yoga ish, like in a way. Like they, I mean, you don't not physically, but like a mental thing. Like they, you know, talk to you about you know how you should like feel before surgery and like you know try to try to be like relaxed as possible you should look you should look up stuff wow. about that because it's, it's pretty interesting like i feel like i didn't follow a lot of it because like you know reality kind of hits you and you're like oh man you know because yeah. I, I was definitely nervous before mine too but yeah no so that was, that was pretty interesting like they were just talking about like you know what's the one thing that you know you want to do after surgery or, or something that you want to look forward to like what's when, one you, of them? when you wake up like what's the first thing you want to eat like visualize that you know like a happy thing okay i think i said like like cherry jello like cherry jello or something yeah i don't know but like yeah just things like that like focus on like tangible positive things like for like to kind of like keep your mind at ease and anything. yeah wow okay did it work um 
I, I'm not sure. It's kind of hard to tell. Maybe, maybe that's work, why but... you, you woke up as an angsty teenager. You're like, where's my Jello? Where's my cherry Jello? <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't have Jello when I woke up, so no, I'm kidding. Uh, what was that's... the first thing you got after the surgery? I don't remember. No. Like, probably just water. I, I Yeah, I was I did not feel good after surgery. Like, I was dizzy, and yeah, it was... No, yeah. was that because of the drugs they put in you? Because it, this, it, was your, it was your ankle that they worked on. Yeah, so it was probably, yeah, because of the, the drugs, yeah. Mm-hmm. How many surgeries have you had since? Um, since what? what since you your first one? Oh, just just the one. Yeah. Oh, didn't you have one recently? Yeah, August tenth. Wait, what are you? What are you talking about? Hold on. So, oh wait, this is your your first major surgery yeah. that happened recently. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, for some reason, in August. I thought it was when you were fifteen. For some reason. No, no. Oh no, when I was fifteen, that's when it when my arthritis started. Yeah, that, that's yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. No, this has been my my first one. I'm wow. glad it's my first one. Cool, but, uh, man. Wow. Yeah, I would definitely look up some stuff, like just to keep your mind at ease and everything. What what time's the what time is it tomorrow? To- I gotta be there at seven thirty tomorrow. Oh yeah, so, I, and I they said the surgery's until eight thirty. Yeah, so, yeah. So and I, and I just looked at the uh, actual place mm-hmm. and uh, it's a clinic that kind of looks not like a clinic. So I don't know. Maybe I lose a couple more organs. They're gonna sell in the black market. <laughs> What does it look like? Like a warehouse? <laughs> um, yeah, actually, does it, really? it does. Oh it does. Uh, it's always. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and you know what? If they're in there and they could, you know, take out some fat stuff. Fat <laughs> well, you wouldn't mind, yeah. Just slim me down a bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, while they're in there, right? <laughs> like, hey, I'll, I'll slip you a 20. Can you, uh, yeah. you know... <laughs> Another crazy thing I realized, uh, pretty much how much money is really involved in these kind of things. And I was pretty ignorant about it, you know, because mm-hmm. you know the healthcare de- debates out there, right? Right. You, you know, when you're young, you don't think about it necessarily because oh, yeah, yeah. you don't you don't really have the probability of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And and you know, thank God I, I do have insurance through my employer, right? Mm-hmm. So, but re- even even with the coverage, though, they're like, all right, uh, so you're gonna have your surgery in like three days, and you're gonna pay six hundred dollars. Oh. That's just the co-payment. Oh, man. And yeah. I'm like, uh, why can't you tell me this earlier? <laughs> like, right, right. Like, I mean, at least give me some time to raise More up, notice. save up the money, yeah. you know? It's not necessarily that I don't have the money. I have the, like, I potentially get the money, but it's like, yeah. don't tell me, like, a, two days before. Right, right. More notice. But I worked it out, you know, yeah. so I can pay payments. But stuff like that, I was like, wow. Like, I can only imagine people in worse situations than Right, me. right. You know, yeah. That stuff. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. It's like, uh, all right, well. I'm adult. This is adulting, right? Yeah. I got I got the car. I got to pay off. I got school debts. <laughs> now I'm getting my my first big medical debt. Yeah. Oh, what the a trifecta! The trifecta. Ah <laughs> uh, man, yeah. are, are you grad? You're graduating this semester, aren't you? Um, I am graduating next semester. So finish fall, um, finish spring, and then in the summer. How sounds the state without me? Has it fallen apart yet? Uh, yeah, dude. It's like. <laughs> on fire all the time I knew I was the one, <laughs> one person pulling it all together yeah no yeah I, I like San Jose State um I do miss it's funny because I do miss parts of De Anza because the campus I thought was really pretty wait a minute like did just I, where did it was did I you know? know you went to De Anza yeah because we talked about like screenwriting oh, a lot oh I'm such yeah. an idiot oh yeah. that's right oh it's cool it's cool yeah. like years ago we talked about it. yeah I remember yeah but um 
Yeah, no, I I, I missed Yanza. That's so funny. For the I kind of missed Yanza too. Yeah, which is weird because when you're at Yanza, you're like, you get the fuck out of this place, right, right? Right. You're just all you look forward to. Yeah. And now they were out of it. We're out of school. It's like you know what? Yeah. I had a pretty good time there. I mean, because San Jose State, like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do because it's downtown. There's all like these restaurants and stuff, but. Like, it's just, like, I'm missing the nature of Danza. Like, you know, you go to the Flint... Do you remember going to the Flint Garage and you could see, like, like the um, Santa Cruz Mountains? It was, like, super sure. pretty. Yeah, it was just, like... Yeah, it was really cool over there, so... Well, you could go Every to the nice. 4th Street Garage. Yeah. Or to the uh, 10th Street Garage. Wait. Ninth Street Garage. Yeah, it's not as it's good though. It's it's a pretty good view of, yeah. of, the, of the neighbors, like, of the, neighbors. Of the yeah. surrounding area. Right, right. Actually, yeah. the, you know, going back to me working at the police department, that was my favorite thing to do. Oh yeah, was just to you know park up there and like in my little go kart mm-hmm. and and just you know enjoy the view. Oh, that's cool. That you know what that must have been fun working there because you get you get to drive that thing around all the time, right? Definitely fun moments. Yeah, for sure. It, you know, I had a good time. Yeah. It really, um, really taught me a lot of lessons. Yeah, a lot of lessons. Because uh, I, uh, yeah, but Deanza, dude, yeah, I was thinking about it. So funny, like big, like life stuff happened to me at Deanza and San Jose State. You know, uh-huh. so weird. I feel like I'm an old person now. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I have a question to ask you. When you were working at UPD at San Jose State, mm-hmm. did you have to let in um, DJs to KSJS? Because the door was locked at night. I, I, me personally, maybe once or twice. Oh yeah, but it wasn't a common thing. Yeah, because apparently, like, um, I, I don't do it, but like when people like leave the station and don't have another person coming in, yeah, like the person who eventually does come in has to call UPD and yeah. yeah. I think we've got them like donuts and stuff. Like, hey, oh, so nice. sorry, so sorry that we keep asking you. Uh, but, well, yeah, I, I never felt like it was a nuisance to do those things. Oh, that's uh, cool. The thing with it, with that Hugelis was definitely the, um, just, I think most of the hom- homeless population that would go in. Yeah. And that's it. I think that was the most common calls we got in there. Right, right. Uh, it's pretty fun. Like, so, sometimes shit would go down. Yeah. And the DJ would just be in there oblivious to right, the tune, like, like what happened <laughs> down the hallway. Yeah. Blasting <laughs> the music. They have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but, but, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Um. And yeah, it was never a nuisance to to open up doors. Or, yeah, that's good. At least yeah. not to me. Oh, okay, that's good. Like I was, I was pretty level headed about that stuff. Right, like, right. It's part of the work. Yeah, yeah. Good job. That's good. But one thing about the the station was that you guys didn't have golden retrievers around the hallways, <laughs> so that was nice. Yeah, no golden retrievers. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. the most vicious dog you could. No, I'm <laughs> I've noticed that the mod chambers are back at rehearsing. The what? You guys are back rehearsing now. For what? I, don't, I I saw some videos of you guys jamming. Oh yeah! Oh, the mountain chimes. Yeah. Song. Oh yeah! That's yeah. What I said, right? Yeah, I thought you said marching band for the mountain like, chimes. Yeah, I'm maybe, sorry. maybe I did I'm say so marching sorry. band because we were talking about Saturday State and yeah, I thought you said marching band. I'm like, oh, I don't. <laughs> yeah. are, you, are you guys preparing a new record? Uh, yes, actually. Yeah, mm. we're, we're writing new songs. We have a uh, a cover in the works. I'm not gonna say what the song is, but uh, oh, I like it. Yeah, that. so we're uh, yeah, we're trying to write new stuff and get prepared. And, is it like a top yeah. forty cover? Um. Ooh, top forty. Can you see that? Like, was it was it... at. It was probably top forty at some point. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. It, it, it's an old one. Okay. Like, um, late two thousands. Like, is that old now? I, I guess. Is late two thousands old now? Really? That's like ten years ago. It's like a decade. Right. 
<laughs> Isn't that crazy, though? Damn, that, that it is, like, 10 years ago? Yeah. Like, 2008 is 10 years ago. That's crazy that's for sure. That's really weird. I was 18 in 2008. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a good year. That was a year. I was a senior. We already graduated by then. But that's when The Dark Knight came out. I just watched that movie, like, two days ago. The Dark that's Knight? It's hilarious that you say that. Yeah. The, what? Great movie. H- yeah. How did you not catch the, the wagon? The, the bandwagon when that happened? Oh, no, I mean, I watched it, like, when it came out, too. But I just watched it again two days ago. So good. Okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I went to the midnight screening. Maybe that's what I miss about my youth the most, is going to, like, midnight movie premieres. Dude, I haven't been to movie. Yeah, I haven't been to one of those in so long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I miss that, too, man. Like, I I no longer do it. Yeah, yeah. There hasn't been, like, a movie that I really want to see in a long time. I want to see Bohemian Rhapsody. I want to, I'm really interested in that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see how they... they I'm a little nervous. That. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> a little nervous. Well, because they're having issues uh, behind the scenes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. What kind of issues? Well, you know, like... Uh, well, for one, Brian Singer, he's, he's, you know, besides the controversy behind him, um, he's a pretty, Whoa, wait, he's a pretty good filmmaker. controversy? Oh, you don't know? No. Oh, sweetie. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, never uh, mind. What? Well, I don't want to see that. Well, no, pretty no. much, you know, he's, he's openly gay. Mm-hmm. And there's just rumors that he kind of had a, a relationship with a underage man, oh. boy, man, like seventeen year old, something like oh. that. But you know, none of my business. I retract this statement. Uh, no, but but generally, <laughs> Brian Singer, I like as a filmmaker, he's pretty good. You know, yeah, he, he made yeah. some pretty I- I- iconic movies. Yeah, like uh, the the Usual Suspects. Oh classic. yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, the first X Men, which really kickstarted oh, you know the yeah, whole yeah. like taking. Um, uh, 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 comic book uh, material seriously, right? Because I think when the first X Men came out, he took it seriously. It wasn't like yeah. you know, hokey or anything like right, that. Right, 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 right. So you know, I, I, I but the, the the thing with Bohemian Rhapsody was the I guess I don't know what he was going through, but he would not be on set. Oh, you know, so slow down production. Yeah, uh, which is very uncharacter uh-huh. esque of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, how do you feel about the lead, uh, the guy portraying uh, Mercury? I know he was in, um, what's that show, Mr. Robot? Mr. Robot, like yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you watch that show? I, mm. I've been trying to see it. No. Yeah. Um, His bug eyes just bother me a little bit. <laughs> hey, he can't change that, okay? So <laughs> get, get some more eyelids, man, <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, I. He, he seems like he kind of knows how to play him, I feel like, his mannerisms mm. and everything. Well, the trailer looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, well, I, I did not know any of that. And, so. and I think they shot some of it in IMAX, like the concert. Oh, concert, yeah. Like, man. Are, are well, that's to, crazy. I mean, yeah. it, it's crazy to think about, like, those actual concerts. Have you ever looked up the footage of those? The Live Aid? It's crazy, yeah. man. It's like, I can't even imagine playing to that many people. That's insane. Do you think the Mountain Chimes is ready for that kind of crowd? No. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, yeah. that's oh, that's insane. Yeah, I feel like need to build. Anybody needs to build up to that. Yeah. Sure. Oh my god. Yeah, I feel like I'd be comfortable playing like to like a couple hundred people, but not like what's like, the most you ever played for? A million people. Um, let's see. Probably like fifty people. Hmm. Yeah. Which gig was that? Was that Canada? probably no? Probably. Um, at the Arpatiki, probably the, like the second time we played, or the first or second time we played, there yeah. was like fifty people, I think. Yeah, oh, man, I haven't been there in a while. Arpatiki. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I I gotta talk to to the guy who owns it. 
I want to put together a music show. Shout out to Dan Votto. Dan Votto yeah. for the JMS <laughs> podcast. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I still got to do the, the 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 movie. I mean, the movie, the fucking music event for the JMS podcast. Yeah, that's really cool. So, by the way, I mean, uh, Adrian and I really enjoyed the art event that you did at Local Color. That Thank was you for coming out, cool. man. Oh, dude. No, I really enjoyed that. That was really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, I was invited recently because we got a grant from the Austin Foundation, who, who are great, yeah. great organization. People should check them out. And they, they invited me to be part of a panel recently, like oh, nice. a couple weeks ago, to you know, about the art event. Oh, that's so really cool. made a really good impression. Oh, that's really good. And I was kind of uncomfortable like not nothing against them or the event it was just uh-huh. me I was a little sleep deprived yeah but you know pretty important people there right yeah yeah and and I was wearing a some, semi of a suit that barely mm-hmm. fit me <laughs> um yeah and I think once I was up there like I realized holy shit like people are actually taking my work seriously now that's awesome yeah yes and no you know yeah like it's a little weird I mean, I'm grateful for it. I right. Th- I think I, 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 again, nothing against them. They're fucking awesome. But like for me personally, I'm like, uh, I, I had like an imposter syndrome. I was like, man, I'm like, like as much as I enjoy the podcast and, and the great things it, it's doing to the people and, and vice versa. Uh-huh. Uh, I never really thought I was gonna make it like this. I still don't feel like I'm gonna. I feel like uh, feel like the as far as this podcast has become and and there's achievements I've done personal achievements that I'm like wow like grateful and everything. Right. It's like I don't know how to best describe it. Lucky, just, just, just yeah. lucky. These fucking headphones, man. Gonna, <laughs> um, first thing after surgery, I'm gonna go to Guitar Center, get myself a split. Nice. But you know, like I was talking to my friend Falco last night. Last night we had a gig, stand-up comedy gig. Yeah. And uh, it w- which was a little awkward because it was at a private. It was at at a, at a house party. A house party comedy gig. Well, the thing is... That sounds like a recipe for, like, a on. weird night. <laughs> it's not just any house party. It wasn't like, oh, we, it, was, it was nobody we knew. Yeah. Oh, wow. So Yeah, that's... So, that's so Faco got booked for it, and I'm his MC opener. Uh-huh. So it, it's like a professional gig, you know? Yeah. It's it's not like, you know, friends of a friend. It's like, no, this is a g- official gig, gig that we're getting paid for. Yeah. You know, which like I guess we're the significance of it, like, like a clown. You know, we're, yeah, we're the yeah. clowns for the <laughs> party. Yeah, and telling, it was a lot of fun though. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, it was a, a you know a black family, uh-huh. so we didn't fit in at all. Uh, but you know, we did our stand up at, at the staircase in the living room, and we had a good time. <laughs> Best part of it was was okay. I, I can put it out there. So Faco has this bit about white, white supremacists, right? Uh-huh. And at first, it's like, oh, where's he going with this? But, you know, it, it goes somewhere, you know, pretty light. Yeah. And, 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 and punching at them. Uh-huh. Figuratively. So he does that bit, but it doesn't communicate well. Uh-huh. So this whole room of a, of, of a back family just go quiet when he yeah. starts doing the white supremacist bit. Uh-huh. And, he, and, and the punchline is a wife power because the, the idea is like, oh, he wishes... Uh, the people that white supremacists marry gives them a hard time. White <laughs> yeah, yeah. power. <laughs> but all they heard was, was white, white power. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, and, no. It's funny, though, because the punchline's actually, like, good. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, it's, yeah. like, good-hearted. But, but it just didn't translate well. <laughs> and, oh, man. And the deafening silence and, and, oh, and, yeah. and, and the jaws dropping was the most beautiful thing I've seen. <laughs> 
<laughs> in a long time in comedy. Oh my god! But he got back. You know, he got him yeah, back. Yeah. And it was all fine. Yeah. But on the way back, you know, we were talking about you know the whole idea of comedy careers. You know, because right. I'm reaching my f- five years of stand up comedy. And, oh, that's awesome! And we we're just talking about you know the comedy scene and how much you know it's growing and all that. And mm-hmm. and I told him I was like, you know what? There's a good point where I realized that I had to kill the ego, mm-hmm. my comedy ego, uh, because I I'm not gonna make it big. Like, like, I'm not going to be, you know, having comedy specials. I'm not going to, you know, make it to Hollywood. I'm not going to make... You know, point in which I, I told him, like, I've accepted the, you know, the idea that I might just end up, you know, just being a nobody and just living, you know, nine to five job and doing the stuff on the side and just, you know, I guess just cutting off my dreams in some way. And I'm like, I'm okay with it now. Right, because cause it just is. It is what it is. I don't have, you know, necessarily the look. I don't have necessarily the whatever. I have a lot of things to say to that, by the way. But yeah, go ahead. Which he did too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it comes down for me, it comes down to at its core of who I am. Mm-hmm. It, you know, and this is what I realized talking to uh, with um, some people. Where the majority of people who do what I do, uh-huh. they're in this field almost full time. Right. You know, right? And if it's not full time, they're in a place where it's still connected to that. Like they're in tech, but mm-hmm. they do marketing or they do whatever. Right. I'm not. Uh-huh. I'm a blue collar guy who works a blue collar job. Who I don't really have a real connection like that to the arts. Right, right. So the fact that I do what I do is just pure luck, and and pure um, pure joy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's not like work. Yeah. Now, that's just the way I look at it now. Right. You know, I'm, who's to say, you know, opportunities do come? Yeah, of course. You know, I'm of not completely course. blocked off of that. But, you know, oh, yeah. but the point is, I'm going to stay as humble and realistic as possible. See, I like that way better. Like, that's a better way of putting it than what you said yeah. earlier. You're like so, so, killing it and, or killing the dream or anything. Because so, I feel like you're not doing that at all. Because you, okay. Just, all right. just altering the dream to a more tangible level. I've known you for yeah. quite some time. You're a super hard worker. Like oh, you're you work, nice. You're too nice. You're being nice. The thing I is, don't like is that that's such an important part of hey. any creative field. It's like, yeah, the creativity is super important and everything. Well, I, I, but I, I, you got to feel... work at it too, you know? And you do that, you know? You know what kills me? I'm not sure if this is the right word for it. But what really kills me is my... I don't want to say depression. I, there's another word for it. Mm-hmm. I feel that that really holds me back, the, the, my my um, social anxiety. Yeah. Uh, and which you know a lot of people you know, find it hard to believe that I have that, because considering all that I've done in some yeah. way, right? But dude, it, it's it's uh, how can I say this? I feel like I could have done more if I didn't have that. Because once I'm in it, I'm in it, right? Right. Right. right? Whether it's music or whatever. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I I, I get really insecure. Uh-huh. And and because I'm insecure, I'm like, you know what? I, why why even try? Mm-hmm. And that really like, do you, do you have a part of that of, of yourself? I get that. That kind no, of I stops you that. from like going full on. Yeah, I feel like I felt that like quite a while ago. Like probably, um, probably like in high school. I felt I felt that a lot in high school. Like anything, um, performance related or like music related, I would be really insecure, dude. I wouldn't even let like my my mom or dad 
like hear me play like anything like music wise mm-hmm. if they walked in the room I would stop wow and, and they'd be like oh come on come on I'm like nah I just don't wanna like I was so yeah and now I'm just like like totally I, I so could care less so when was the shift for you um I would probably say I don't know I feel like after a while you know I don't know. After a while, you just kind of have to show everybody, like, your true self and be like, hey, you know what? This is something that, like, I really love to do. And it's not going to be, like, perfect all the time or anything. And, you know, just just go for it. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I know that's probably not super helpful. But, like, yeah, just that's just the way I look at it. Just, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is not a problem you have now, right? No, not, no. Not no, I don't yeah. feel that way now. Yeah, but I, 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 I still have. I mean, to that. I, I feel yeah. like I'm doing a better job now handling it. But yeah. man, for example, th- this is how it manifests itself. Just last week, I finally finished. I was feeling pretty down because I haven't done a film in a long time. Uh-huh. Right? So I finally got around after a year to write a short script. It's like, you know, this is doable. I could do it with a, with a small crew. We could do this. It's a small group of actors. Yeah. So after that, usually it's like, all right, let's get down to it. And, you know, start casting, start making phone calls, start looking for, for scouts. Uh-huh. But then I look at a, you know, let's say reflection of myself at a bad time. I'm like, oh, my God, I look so awful. Like, how can I, like, I can't go out like this. And that would just bring me down to a point of like, you know what? I'm just going to, you know, stay home yeah. and not do it. See, that stuff. I feel. It, it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it stops me that day, but it takes me a while to get around to it. Yeah. You mean your self-image? Because that, that is what I feel. I mean, like. I'm not saying like I look in my mirror and like, oh. It just, I, I, at the time, I was just not, you know. It, right. it, it just depends. Like, right. I'm not saying I hate the way I look. It's just yeah. that particular day, I, I, for some reason. Oh, yeah. No, I, did, I feel that way, yeah, too. So the thing is, is that with like, you know, I don't know if you feel this about comedy or about anything that you're doing, but for, for music, well, I mean, you're a musician as well, but for music, for me, like, that's the thing that people are like, their sen- their, their senses are paying attention to, you know, mm-hmm. like when they're listening to us play, like, yeah, they're watching us, but that's what's taking over rather than like the way I talk to somebody like oh how how you doing i might you know stumble on my words or something and i'm you know i'm overweight or whatever it might be that i feel like insecure about but like when that's happening it's like oh this is like a complete distraction from how i feel about myself or anything you know they're Mm -hmm. paying attention hopefully they're paying attention to this you know what i mean sure and it's like you know i'm and i'm sure you feel this way but like i'm very proud of you know the product I'm putting out most of the time. <laughs> Very proud of the product. You, <laughs> you know. should be. It's all great. Oh, yeah. thanks, man. Yeah, but uh, especially with the Mountain Chimes, like that's when I feel the most proud of. You know, something I'm, I I've put my you know creative juices in. And it's like okay, pay attention to this mm-hmm. for a half hour, and hopefully that helps you in some way. You know what I mean? So, sure. Stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. I, you know, what's funny too is that I have such an appreciation i i really enjoy comedy like and i'm not even i I watch so many like podcasts with comedians and like um they talk about the business a lot and Mm -hmm. i really find it fascinating like them talking about it and how it works and everything i think it's really interesting the thing that's crazy about comedians is like you're there it's yourself with a mic and it's your voice and that's it you know what i mean because even when you're singing like say you were just like you know, on stage singing without even a guitar or anything, at least 
your voice change. It's it's the song, right? Yeah. That's what people are. Does that make sense? Like it does. It's like it's not you. It's the song. But when it's you saying a joke, yeah, it's this is how you sound, and this is you telling a joke that you thought of, and there's nothing to hide behind. That takes so much courage. I feel like. Well, and here's I the really thing. admire that. That's crazy. Here's the thing, though. And I, and I, I try. I hopefully, you know, young comedians listening in will, or anybody. I, I try to tell them this. Mm-hmm. As much as you got to be you, up to comedy, uh-huh. and saying words that are hopefully funny. Yeah. Do not forget it's still a performance. Right. Right. You know, it's not you up there telling jokes. It's you performing jokes. Oh. Regardless if you don't you don't have a music, you, you don't have an, an instruments, you don't have, you know, you still have to make a put, which is the closest to like theater. Uh-huh. Where it, it's the, the way you're delivering the words. Right. It's, it's the way, you know, you're working. The, it's definitely a craft, mm-hmm. you know, because there's some people that perform comedy and they go up there and they're like, oh, I'm just going to be myself happy for them but it wasn't right. really funny it was you know it's yeah at the end of the day it's a performance right right i definitely feel like like it, and it's weird because it's not really tangible because it's like you know it's sound waves but i feel like when i'm performing it's like i'm like literally delivering a product right there you know what i mean it's mm. like yeah that it, it feels tangible to me does that make sense it like, does when i'm uh, yeah playing definitely anything. does it feels like I'm sending out this thing, like this music, and I don't know for comedy. And I am not, I don't do comedy, so I don't know. But it seems less like that. It seems more like, like people can like judge you and stuff, which scares me. Like you know, it's like there. <laughs> you don't feel it like people... seems more at stake. There's more at stake for comedy, in my opinion, yeah. well, because okay. it's like like every joke could turn. Right, could turn the the right. night. Like if you say one thing, it gets them and it the makes them laugh. And the, and then the next joke right. could be a disaster. It's like yeah. every every yeah. three seconds, it's like you don't know how it's gonna go. It's it, that's pretty intense to me. I understand that. I admire that people who do that. That's crazy. <laughs> you don't feel about that in music, like no, oh, this, this. I really don't. I really don't feel that way. You know, yeah. Well, that, that's the difference in some way is that when comedy, you got immediate feedback right. of your work. That's crazy. Because either you get a laugh or you don't. In a song, you play a song for three to four minutes right. and then people usually, you know, even if it sucks. Yeah. You get a clap. Yeah, you're gonna get a clap. <laughs> that the deafening silence. I mean, maybe one time I've played something and there's like like almost nothing, you yeah, know, but yeah. it's usually like if people are playing like, oh yeah, you yeah. know, and sometimes it's like, yeah. Sometimes Dude. it's really good. But for comedy, it's every... Yeah, yeah. It's like you're performing five-second songs. It's like, joke. Ah. But, like, but, oh, I don't like that. But, the, but there's a balance, Crazy. man. There's definitely a balance. Explain to me. Uh, there's a balance <laughs> in a way that because music, maybe it's more long form. Yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of enjoyment, you know, the process of it. Right. And comedy, because it's such short form and such, you know, immediate. Yeah. It could be very costly personally because right. oh yeah that's like, what i'm saying like, yeah. like you said you, it's you yeah right? yeah so in some ways if your sense of humor is not being laughed with or at it's pretty much a rejection of a part of you yeah no i know uh, it's, it's it's not yeah. like oh my music sucks no i suck right and, right and that could be very um uh exhausting sometimes in comedy oh yeah yeah 
and anybody who finds himself, you know, ho- you know, hopefully it pushes them to do better, of course. Right. But like I said, it's a balance, you know. As Adam, as, as I don't know, like I feel there's a balance in everything, right? Right. So it's just um, you really gotta have a develop a thick skin early on. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or all the time. Not even early on, right? Just all the time. I'm sure you have, like, no. the thickest skin, dude. Like, no, you don't, you yeah. don't, I don't think so. I mean, you don't want to be on all the time. Like, come yeah. down. Like, but, um, but yeah, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's a performance. And, and uh, it's something I learned with Faco, like, he's, he has such great uh, comedic endurance. Uh-huh. Where, and this is what I'm saying. He, Faco could be bombing and still pick up. Yeah, yeah. Faco could be doing great and then bomb and still pay, like and still you know work it out or let's right. say it doesn't work and, and that's something I very admire you uh-huh. know because sometimes when you're bombing meaning you're not getting laughs oh yeah, yeah. You, it tends to go downhill and you lose motivation it's hard you, to recover you lose it. energy uh, right and, and and the rest of the site just became just becomes like oh let me just get through it uh-huh. but you know th- th- that's something I picked up from Faco I was like all right you're not getting laughs. Let's do something different. Keep up the energy. Keep, right. keep it going. Right. Until you get them. And I, I guess that, that's something that's that's also in music in some way. I, yeah. I feel like if you set, if you fucked up on a song during a performance, yeah. it's like, oh, like it's, I feel hella shitty when I fuck up a song, right? You, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Even totally. if you're the only one who notices it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because you but, wrote it to be a certain way. Right. And if you don't play it that certain way, you're like, oh, man, I just messed up my vision right. you know of what it's supposed to be but yeah, you gotta definitely. focus and just continue on with the rest of the songs right? you know what's funny that you say that is when something's not going well yeah say like you know I'm playing with the guys and something you know is not working right like I feel like the moments after that are some of the most exciting because it's like okay we messed it up we might as well just go ham and like do something quick. Yeah. yeah so sometimes like we improvise after that and we're just like okay just jam it out since it's not going like let's just do something different sometimes it, that works a lot you know yeah yeah so it's yeah that's interesting yeah that's crazy well my whole point was I just admire like comedians in general like i i'm never ever going to do that i i, I, admire, I admire musicians i well I, you're both dude I, that's crazy yeah but you're i don't both. know i just just musicians who make an album put it out there it's like wow that's like i admire uh, that when's a lot it coming out, dude? When, when's it coming out uh, <laughs> i don't know i don't know maybe soon we'll see that would be awesome maybe they'll fix my vocal cords while i'm <laughs> in surgery tomorrow <laughs> No, don't change anything about your vocals. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> but Matt, it's been an hour. Oh We're yeah, past it. Yeah. Thank you for coming, man. Thanks for having yeah, me. It's I, been really I appreciate fun. you coming. You oh, talking yeah. it out. We had a good talk. Yeah, yeah, it was very it fun. It was really fun. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I'll see you around. Yeah, of course, man. Thanks. You know, Matt Mullen was right. Having cherry red jello after surgery does taste good. Got plenty of it in my fridge. It's all I've been eating since the surgery, bud. Thank you for the tip. All right, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Friendly reminder that you can catch my comedy performance at Rooster Teeth Feathers this Wednesday night at uh, 8 p.m. Tickets at $10 at the door. I would love to see you there, so stop on by. Rooster Teeth Feathers Comedy Club in Sunnyvale. 
That's it for this week. Have a great week. Take care. God bless whatever God you believe in or you don't believe in. If you don't believe in anything, well, fucking bless you then. I bless you. I'll be your God. So there we go. See you guys next week. Stay tuned for more. Hasta la vista. Sayonara.